John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. What's up, Rose fans? It's the Roast Master General, Jeff Ross, and you're listening to the official Comedy Central Roast Battle podcast. Battle! Battle! Louder! 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 Yes! Yes! What's up, Rose fans? Here we go again. It's me, Jeff Ross, here to take a look back at the chaos that was our second tournament, War of the Words. We'll be revealing all the new battles tomorrow, so make sure you subscribe right here, right now, to get all the information. For now, let's check out that second tournament. And as always, if you've got thin skin, this show ain't for you. After the success of the 2016 tournament, Comedy Central announced that Roast Battle would be returning to TV in 2017 for a second season. Roast Battle, War of the Words. Set in Los Angeles, this tournament was the last event ever featured at the legendary House of Blues on the Sunset Strip before it was demolished weeks later. The roster of 16 battlers featured many new names, but also a couple of familiar faces from the previous tournament looking for redemption. First up... 21-year-old roasting prodigy, Olivia Grace. She really is a uh, a seasoned roast battler. She's only 22 or something, but she's funny beyond her years. She's got her shit together, and she is disciplined, and she's not afraid to take on a heavy competitor, and she's not afraid of... Um, awkward situation sometimes your personal life gets mixed into your roast battling and she she's got like giant balls about everything um she fell down once at a roast battle and got hurt and got up again and battled so you know there's nothing that can really throw olivia even though olivia is young i look at her as a babe ruth type personality she hits home runs she's got a lot of swagger um and she's really smart after taking a first-round loss the previous year, Olivia Grace found herself matched up with longtime friend Keith Carey in the first round. Carey, arguably the most accomplished roaster in the history of the underground L.A. version of the show, stepped into the roast battle arena for a slugfest with Olivia. Let's get to it! Olivia, Keith, let's roast! Keith calls his feet mom and dad because he hasn't seen them in years. <laughs> Olivia got a DUI with me in the car. She tried to get out of it by showing the cop her tits and he upped the charge to assaulting an officer. Uh, yeah, Keith was there for my DUI arrest, but no one will be there for Keith's cardiac arrest. <laughs> Correctly. <laughs> Olivia is the only person who ever had the cocaine go straight to her thighs. 
You goofy bitch, you look like Amy Schumer exploded. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Keith is such a disgusting sewer monster, if he swallowed Drano, he'd just cure his sleep apnea. <laughs> sister has Down syndrome, which means her parents have two lumpy retards that aren't going to live past 35. Last joke. Keith is so fat and pretentious, if you say he's got a big ego, he says, uh, it's pronounced ego. <laughs> was raped by a black man, and that's terrible. But on the yeah. plus side, now all we owe him is those 40 acres. <laughs> that's it! First bite, first round. Keith, Olivia, make it loud. After a close decision, Olivia Grace took the win and moved on to the second round of the tournament. Elsewhere on the bracket, there was another opportunity for redemption in the form of Matthew Broussard. Well, one of the things that I love about Matthew Broussard is um, he doesn't look like a roast battler. Uh, he, and in a weird way, being tall and, and handsome uh, can work against you. He, the audience isn't sympathetic. You know, they're like, oh, look at this, like, you know, fancy looking pretty boy. You know, and then he's so witty that you go, oh my gosh, he's actually better than the other person. And you start to root for him, and he becomes an underdog for the first time in his fucking life. So I think people will root for him in a battle. Plus, he's so clever and different. His jokes are not predictable. He always writes jokes you, you've never heard a version of before. You know, Matthew truly is a one-of-a-kind type of roast battler. Broussard lost an overtime battle to eventual champion Mike Lawrence in the first round of the 2016 tournament. He returned the next year looking for blood. His first opponent, former New York club champion Zach Amico. In a stark visual contrast, Broussard and his movie star good looks went up against Amico, something straight out of a Rob Zombie movie. Broussard immediately established that this time around would be quite different. Let's roast! Zach, uh, I admire you. You're a very busy guy. You're not only a comedian, you're in a metal band, and you produce horror films. The only thing harder working than Zach is his left ventricle. <laughs> now, Zach doesn't have a lot of TV credits, but he does manage to have a big draw. Not like fans, but an actual measurable gravitational field. In fact, Zach is so massive that as you approach his surface, time contracts, which explains why his career is going nowhere. <laughs> Broussard is an emotionless monster. <laughs> I mean, 
He just lost his dad to Parkinson's, and Matthew is still somehow harder to read than his father's handwritten will. You're right, my father did die from Parkinson's, but your mother is alive and works at Olive Garden, so at least when my dad's hand shook, it wasn't to sprinkle Parmesan. Elsewhere in the first round, the bar was set very high as veteran New York comics Kurt Metzger and Yamanika Saunders squared off. Metzger, an accomplished writer, went up against his good friend Saunders, who bowled the crowd over with an insane level of energy and likability. The result was arguably the best roast battle in Comedy Central's history. These two actually do have something in common, Brian. They're both two of the most outspoken comics I know. So this is going to be a very vicious battle right here. I'm super psyched. Perfect. You guys know the rules. Four jokes, who wants it? Go ahead, get your black and fat jokes out the way, go. Oh. Wow. Well, I actually came here on the same flight as Yamanika, and it was a little bit scary because there was a ton of turbulence. Uh, well, turbulence is Yami's sister's name. Thank you. Um, first of all, I'm glad that Kurt's here because I didn't know this roast was going to be open casket. <laughs> wow. Kurt likes to brag that he used to be a Jehovah Witness, which makes sense because every time he goes to a glory hole, nobody answers. Wow. Yami, you really put the F-U in FUPA, I got to say. Uh, no, listen, Yami would... I got space oh, hold on, on, motherfucker. There's no fupa. Uh, I'm not Bernie Sanders. You can't interrupt me. But you dress shitty like him, motherfucker. By the way, how do you like Yami's look? She calls it Broke Black Mountain. Well, well I do like to fuck men in the woods. Now... All right, in all seriousness, Kurt was in a major car accident last week. He called me complaining that they took every victim to the hospital except for him. But can you imagine seeing him fly through a car window with them shitty-ass eyebrows? They probably thought he was an angry bird. Uh, what? Hold on. That's right, I was in a car accident. And that's why I was very afraid to go head to head with Yamanika, because we, we all saw what she did to Tracy Morgan's tour bus. Oh, turbulence. Well, motherfucker, if I was a truck that would've hit you, I would've made sure like your comedy career, you died. Now. You know, when I was backstage watching Yami's stylist lower the wig onto her head like Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm not finished, please. And look what I he looked like myself, talking about me. Go ahead, motherfucker, come on. I thought to myself, is it Saunders or Sanders? Either way, I know two things. One, the colonel took a lover. <laughs> two, much like KFC, Yamanika's box is too big for the bones that are put into it.
That's how it is in Trump's America. Shut up, nigga. Now. <laughs> you got the dirt to talk about me. You look like the third nigga on the evolutionary chart. Now. Uh, Yamanika is canceled. No, motherfucker, it's my turn, goddammit. Is it? This is the last joke, please. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Okay. Kurt likes to brag that he's in an open relationship. And by that, he means all the cases against him haven't been closed yet. <laughs> no, 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 no! Wait, your first one is my turn. This chicken is good as shit. <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank you, babe. I'm Judges. Wow. What do we think of this battle? Wow. Yami has changed ever since she ate that gum from the Walker factory. <laughs> Boo, nigga! Well, Kurt Metzger and Yamanika Saunders know each other from the New York comedy stand-up scene, and they were also becoming very familiar with the roast battle scene. And they're friends, but they're also very outspoken individuals. And when you put that together, it makes for a great roast battle. You got type A versus type A. And they're both characters. There's a lot to make fun of. Uh, they're both secretly sensitive. So um, I just thought that made for a great match. As comedy store door guy Frank Castillo quietly worked his way through the bracket and into the semifinals, much of the focus was on the other side, where Matthew Broussard rolled into the final four against the legendary comedy name, Todd Barry. Despite being the most accomplished comic in the lineup, Barry didn't hesitate to get his hands dirty and show that he could roast with the best of them. Case in point, his quarterfinal matchup with Olivia Grace. creepy, I pepper sprayed him in the parking lot and he cummed his pants. That was good, Olivia. I hope you put a star next to that one in your Hello Kitty notebook. <laughs> I didn't know much about Olivia, so I went to her website, which is called oliviaisfunny.com. I know. If she can call her website oliviasfunny.com, I can call mine Todd is really tall and has a full head of hair.com. Todd is part Syrian, and Americans react to Todd the way they react to most Syrians by turning off the television. You got me, I've been on television. (laughs) 
Well, Todd can't help but bring his own voice into roast battles. He's a defined personality. He's a seasoned comedian. He's um, he's hilarious. Uh, so he knows what's going to work. He doesn't have to test it out. He knows his moves. He knows what makes people laugh out of his brain and mouth. He doesn't have to wonder if he's funny. He's got that. What he's got to do is just figure out new angles and spend a little time. And he probably, it's like the difference between being a freshman and a senior in high school. You know, and when you're a freshman, you kind of know, you don't know anything. How long long does it take to write a term paper? I have no idea. I'm a freshman. But when you're a senior, you know, like, you you can kind of get off the plane, go, I need three hours. Tell me what it is. I need one more joke here. You know, get my got to get my shoes shined and get a little something to eat. And you like you have a show, and you know how long that you know you know what that what kind of energy you need for that. Todd walks out there, and the roast battle is not even the most important thing on his mind. He has to like make sure he remembers to text his girlfriend. He has to get a flight. He has to you know make sure that his cat is fed. Like he's got shit going on. So Todd is roast battling for fun not for fame not for money he's doing it because it's fun with two completely different styles but equally effective results barry and broussard prepared for a much hyped semi-final matchup they did not disappoint you know the rules four jokes who wants it first i will go first passive aggressive let's roast Before I start, I want to just say that um, that cat just did something that Matthew's never done, a paid gig. <laughs> Matthew really won the uh, genetic lottery he did, and the combination of good looks and corny jokes is God's way of saying you're going to die a game show host. <laughs> Todd, you look like a -a make-a-wish kid who forgot to die. (laughs) I've seen you on stage. You could probably teach me about dying. You know, Matthew doesn't even follow me on Twitter. That's like Justin Bieber not following the Beatles. (laughs) Guys could have laughed louder at that one. (laughs) Todd, you may be more successful than me, but you're 52, no wife, no family. You've had a lot of great stand-up specials, but your death will be a one-man show. But to reiterate, I am more successful than you. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was talking to Matthew, he was telling me, he goes, you should go check out my blog, it's called Monday Pun Day. You should. I said, thanks for the warning. <laughs> Todd, Todd, you're not only creepy, you're also pretentious. You're the kind of guy who would watch child porn and say, I preferred the book. <laughs> Last joke! Matthew is a thinking man's Anthony Jeselnik. <laughs> Except that a thinking man would think that Anthony's funnier. Todd, uh, you're well-known in the comedy community. You've been on Louis' dick for about 20 years. He, uh, he's not, he seems like a jerk, but he's actually very polite, like he was polite enough to let all of his friends pass him by. <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> and that'll do it for the semifinals. Todd Barry, Matthew Broussard, Jeff Ross. After 14 intense battles, we moved on to the finals as Roast Battle looked to close out the House of Blues with a bang. The last shows ever uh, performed at the House of Blues on the Sunset Strip. There's a big hole there right now. Um, fond memories. I remember Snoop Dogg telling me that he performed with Tupac in that, in that room and... Uh, uh, it was a great send-off. We were right across the street from our home base at the Comedy Store. Uh, and it was a week I'll never forget. It really was a really cool time. We shot a great tournament. Got to use a lot of the best roast battlers from uh, all over the world. and But mostly the New York scene, which was started to grow and really earn its place uh, on the Comedy Central roast battles. So, but yet we had the home field advantage for all the L.A. roasters where it started, and Comedy Central threw some great after parties, and it was a really, really fun, fun time. That second tournament on Comedy Central, I really loved it because we were home, and um, it was just there's a lot of there's a lot of really funny battles. With Matthew Broussard toppling one of the biggest names in comedy, his path to the championship looked to be completely clear, minus one stumbling block, Frank Castillo. Castillo, the ultimate underdog, had been the 16th and final comic added to the field. While Broussard had dominated high-profile matchups throughout the season, Castillo had taken a workmanlike approach to edging out victories and surviving by the skin of his teeth. If Vegas were taking odds on this battle, Broussard would have been a heavy favorite. On paper, this seemed like his battle to win. Good thing for Frank Castillo that battles aren't fought on paper. We're live! This is it! Gentlemen, for the championship, it's five jokes. Who wants to go first? I'll take it out. Of course you will. Let's roast! Frank, Frank, I'm not surprised you beat Joe. I figured a Mexican would be able to pick off a fruit. Matt's a big fan of One Tree Hill. Not the show, but the place where his family used to hang black people. Oh. 
Frank, uh, Frank, I don't appreciate you painting me as a racist. I painted you to paint my stuff. So, <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I don't appreciate you painting me as a racist. I paid you to paint my house. Frank. No, no, no. Let's see. Let's see. He's white. Frank, Let him do it again. You look like the IT guy at a taco truck. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew McKindagay. <laughs> Drugs, his unsuspecting victims do. <laughs> Frank's mom is here supporting him tonight, and uh, Frank's mom is actually so Hispanic that she's younger than he is. the food at my work. He's about to get served by a Mexican. A legend! A legend! The, <laughs> the prize for tonight is actually $25,000, which is sad because even if Frank wins it, he'll still have to use it to pay for the wall. Okay. Women have described Matt as tall, handsome, armed and on foot, last seen leaving through their bedroom window. Last joke for the championship. Good God. Ugh. Frank. Frank, this, the sad part is you're Hispanic, but disappointingly so. You're as Mexican as a Waparito. You think Hispanic people laugh by going, ja, 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 ja. <laughs> I'm going for ja, 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 ja. Order, order. Matt's in really great shape. He looks like he's been training his whole life to run the Aryan race. You know, Rose Battle's unpredictable. You know, Frank Castillo got seeded into that tournament last. And it wasn't because we needed a, a guy who works the door at the comedy store. And it wasn't because he's Mexican. And it's not because he's young. It was because he earned it. He's good at Rose Battling. You know, maybe he's not headlining at the big theater in town. Maybe he's not a, a household name. But sometimes the underdog gets a knockout punch in. And I always had high hopes for Frank. I never thought he would win the whole thing. But um, 
his mom was there. He had a lot of love in the room. Um, and he didn't let it throw him. He still kept his life going. He he still did his shifts working the door at the comedy store that week. He uh, was focused, but he wasn't overwhelmed. He kept his cool. Anyone? With a series of expertly executed slingshot blows, David had defeated Goliath. Frank Castillo, the people's champ, was officially the Comedy Central Roast Battle champion. Amidst the confetti, Castillo held up the trophy victoriously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Roast Battle Podcast when we officially announce the lineups for Season 3. Speaking of which, be sure to check out the third season of Roast Battle, premiering Tuesday, July 31st at 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central, only on Comedy Central. It's a good show! <laughs>